Yo, 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 what is poppin'? It is your girl Brie with a T, and I am back with another episode. What is going on to all of my listeners? I hope you guys are doing well, and all of my entrepreneurs out there as well. I am so excited to be doing this episode today, guys, because after my last episode, which was episode six on season two, this being episode seven of season two, I got so much feedback after doing that episode on poly relationships, which was to be expected um, just because it's such a controversial topic and there's so many people at work and just in my regular life, friends and family who have been having similar dating experiences that they have been sharing with me. And I actually was planning on doing a part two of the poly relationships and talk a little bit more about my dating experience on Facebook that I did recently as a part of a social experiment. But actually, I am going to cover that a little bit, but I'm going to spend majority of this episode answering some of the questions and addressing some of the feedback that I got from you guys based upon last week's episode. So yes, the word is buzzing. And I'm really excited to get into this. But before I do, if you are new, I want to give you a warm welcome to The Bree Show. And thank you so much for joining me today. If you have not already, feel free to follow my Instagram page at The Bree Show 1. And if you're returning, what's up? Hope you're doing good. And thank you for tapping in with me again for another episode and another week of that juicy talk and get into the nitty gritty. So I want to hop right into it because I do have a lot to say. And there are quite a few questions that people want me to answer. First and foremost, I want to say once again that majority of what I'm saying is based upon my opinion. And someone actually mentioned to me last week after listening to episode six of my podcast, they were wanting to know where I get my information from. So for example, you guys know a couple episodes ago, I did a episode on school shootings and I was giving statistics and things like that. And someone mentioned that they would like to know more information about where I get my sources from and stuff like that. Well, being that I do a lot of research, um, you know, I do get my my data and stats from a lot of different places, but because someone's interested and I am here <laughs> to, to, you know, service you guys um, and my listeners, I am going to start mentioning majority of the sources that I get my information from. So majority of the time it's Google. Like I read a lot of, you know, um, articles on Google. I watch a lot of YouTube videos and I also like just go on social media because I feel like that's the world that we live in. We're moving towards the digital era. Well, we're actually in the digital era and there's so many things that are happening on social media. And I'm very cautious of like what I choose to share because I feel like a lot of the information that we do end up seeing, sometimes it can be fake or, you know, it's not, uh, relatable to a lot of people because a lot of the things that we see in the media sometimes is not real but I will definitely start quoting some of the sources majority of it though is from YouTube Google and social media so but anyways I want to get into some of these questions and I really want to address some of these concerns that you guys had and like just addressing different opinions and things that I've gotten um, majority of the people that listened to the episode from last week said that they agree with you know my perception and they've also had similar experiences 
recently trying to date and being introduced to poly or guys trying to introduce them into poly relationships. Majority of the women that, you know, have interacted with me is all women. (laughs) Um, I don't really get that many interactions from men. Unfortunately, Um, I guess the majority of my listeners are females and that's okay. Kudos to the females. You know what I'm saying? Who runs the world? Girls. (laughs) So, um, yeah, a lot of women have been saying that, you know, it's really hard now in the dating world because a lot of men want to be in a poly relationship or, you know, they they see that it's trending, they see what's going on and they like, oh, well, I want to try that. If everybody else is doing it, I can do it. But once again, they're doing it for either financial reasons or sexual reasons or personal reasons, or they just want to try something new. And quite a few people actually said that they are open to doing poly relationships because it's something that they've never done before on top of the fact that they've had such bad experiences dating one person. And it's so sad and unfortunate to say, like, I wholeheartedly agree, like, especially after, you know, my experiences dating, um, you know, I can understand why someone would lean towards doing something different, especially I got a lot of feedback on the statement that I made about people not meeting every need. For example, you might want to consider a poly relationship because someone is meeting a sexual need, but not a, you know, spiritual need or an emotional need versus another partner might be meeting you spiritually and, you know, emotionally, but not sexually. So when you have multiple partners to choose from or that you are close with, you know, a lot of people were saying that they kind of can relate and understand why they would be more willing to try that. Um, Just because usually it's rare when you're in a relationship, a monogamous relationship, meaning with one person. And actually, I want to cover the definition of a poly relationship as well, because some Someone asked me, what is a poly relationship? Well, a poly relationship means that you are basically open to having more than one partner. And usually it's open to having more than one sexual partner. Um, I could look up the definition on Google, but I feel like, you know, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's basically a poly relationship means two or more parties that are involved romantically. And monogamy is the opposite. It's basically one-on-one man and woman and it is just those two people no no other people are in the relationship or joined in the relationship it's just committed each person is committed to each other and um it's interesting because a lot of people have had failed monogamous relationships a lot of people are still single a lot of people are still struggling especially in today's world And being, you know, that we're in 2023 and all the different things that are going on in the world, a lot of people are struggling to find, you know, happy relationships. And that's actually what's going to lead me into answering my first question, which I was going to answer last week. And I really wanted to have enough time to talk about this because um, the question that I'm going to be answering first is someone asked me, how has my life changed as an entrepreneur? And like, especially around dating? Well, I want to first say how my life has changed an entrepreneur. Um, I have a list of things that I would like to share. I did not write them down because I want to kind of just tell you the most important ones and how I feel like it has definitely launched me forward into other areas of my life and allowed me to heal and allowed me to build my confidence as a person and as a woman and really learn more about fulfilling my purpose and walking in my truth and not shrinking down for other people. So that's the first way I feel like you know, living my life as an entrepreneur has really 
uh, opened up my eyes in a lot of ways because I feel like to be an entrepreneur, it is so much work and it takes a lot of consistency. It takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of effort and time and energy. And there was a lot of areas in my life before I was an entrepreneur that I used to struggle with being consistent. This is actually the most consistent I've ever been in my life. And, um, you know, having this podcast is really allowing me to learn more about myself as well. And some of the things that hold me back and actually facing those things and fighting through those things to continue to build my empire. And I'm just really loving the process and enjoying the journey because, you know, I feel like if it wasn't for this, not just this podcast, but other things in my life that I've been working on, for example, I have two Shopify stores, um, you know, I'm still in the process of getting grants to start uh, my Airbnb business as well as my nonprofit organization, but I do have two LLCs and I feel like there's been so much energy that I've put into that and so much knowledge that I've acquired along the process that it automatically forced me to step up and enhance my life and really dig deep and ask myself, okay, what ways can I, you know, not only fight some of the negative things and the bad habits that I used to have in the past, but what can I do to become a better person? Because when you focus on becoming a better person and increasing your worth, which I talked about in a couple episodes ago, it really helps you to become a better entrepreneur. It helps you become a better leader, a better speaker. And the more that you focus on yourself and achieving your goals, subconsciously, you know, when you're creating those new habits, you are actually making yourself a better business person. You're making yourself a better person overall because there's so many things that you have to tackle and address. Like I said, it requires so much time and energy to be an entrepreneur, to do the research, to put the time and effort into getting LLCs and, you know, meeting other business people and really being courageous and putting yourself out there and, you know, being 100% authentic, not being afraid to show yourself. That's how I feel like my life has changed as an entrepreneur because I used to care so much about what other people think. And also as I've gotten older and more mature, I just realized like, you know what, I'm not going to shrink myself anymore for other people. I'm going to walk in my truth and I'm going to walk in my purpose with my head held high. I am going to let my light shine. I'm not going to let other people dim my light anymore. You know, I'm going to be honest and open about my experiences and my journey because I know that it's going to help someone else. And it's just made me so much more stronger. It's made me wiser. It's made me more diligent in completing tasks in a timely manner. Um, it also has increased my confidence, not only as a woman, but my self-esteem. It helped me to increase my self-worth because when you are walking in your purpose, you are showing the world like, hey, this is me. This is, you know, this is what I'm doing. Accept it or leave it. And, you know, it's cool because like I've learned not everybody's going to like it. And <laughs> I like being an entrepreneur because I feel like a badass, to be honest with you. <laughs> I feel like I'm so accomplished. And for my age, I feel like I have a lot to offer. I feel like I have come such a long way and I still have a long way to go, but I'm learning to actually enjoy the process and appreciate where I've come from because the girl, you know, just a year or two years ago would have never been doing this and never had the courage or, you know, thought to create this opportunity for myself and create other streams of income and be able to share valuable information with people. So that's how my life has changed as an entrepreneur. And I continue and strive to change every 
every day and continue to lift up other people and stay positive and let my light shine. I'm not perfect, but you know what I'm learning also? It's not about perfection. I feel like a lot of times I've I've held myself back from doing certain things because I've been so focused on, oh, how will I look or how will this be presented or what will people think? And all of those things kind of go out of my mind now. It's just kind of like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it because I want to look back one day and appreciate the process and the journey. So I love being an entrepreneur and it's only going to continue to go up from there. Now I do have several other questions that I want to answer. And then I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about what I'm going to be talking about on next week, because someone wanted me to address a little bit of celebrity gossip. As you guys noticed, the last few episodes have been on mental health or it has been on relationships, but this podcast is also on celebrity gossip. And I'm going to let you guys know before the end of this episode, what I'm going to be talking about on episode eight, since this is episode seven, and that's going to be on Monday, May 29th at 7 p.m. Please tap in with me. Do not miss it. And once again, guys, follow me at the Bree Show one on Instagram. I am going to be drilling in making sure that you guys are tapping in with me because someone said you need to post more. You need to let people know more about the times. And you know what? I feel like I do kind of lack sometimes on doing that because I feel like I'm bothering other people. And that's one of the things that I'm actually working through as an entrepreneur. It's like, you know what? I'm going to be so annoying. Y'all are going to be tired of me. <laughs> Prepare to be sick of me. <laughs> like that meme on Instagram, prepare to be sick of me. So anyways, the question that I really want to answer and take a little bit of time to address was how has my life changed from being divorced to now being single and an entrepreneur? And that was kind of a two-part question. And I believe that person also asked me, do I view men differently after being divorced? Because I did a couple episodes on, um, divorce or why I got divorced. And, you know, I was very vulnerable. I let you guys know a little bit about what happened and, you know, the, like everything and all that good stuff, all that juicy stuff. A couple episodes ago, check it out. It's on season two, but anyways, um, I do not view men differently after being divorced, but what I will say is I'm definitely a lot more picky or selective I definitely have way higher standards and I definitely approach men differently. I definitely don't give people the time of day anymore just because I'm valuing myself so much more now and I have so much more self-worth and I respect myself so much more and I love myself so much more. And um, I feel like because of the situation I went through before, I definitely do not want to be in that situation again. And I've also been on a continuous healing journey and I know what things trigger me. And I feel like a lot of times the same lessons repeat themselves until you learn the lesson. And I have been presented a lot of opportunities of men that have been similar to my ex or just other toxic relationships in the past. And I feel like you know, a lot of narcissistic men are drawn to me because I'm independent and because I'm so empathetic. And that's one of the things about, you know, uh, being in a narcissistic abusive relationship. A lot of times they are deeply insecure and they see your light and they want to bring you down to their level. So I feel like I do view men differently. I'm very much more able to decipher and see the signs now and the red flags. 
And I'm also able to use discernment to know like, okay, this guy is not going to be good for me. It depends on the conversation, how he's presenting himself, you know, um, a lot of different things that I used to sweep under the rug. I'm no longer sweeping under the rug. So I don't want to say I view men differently. I just approach dating differently. And I'm purposely being single right now on purpose because I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still healing. And because I'm so focused on myself, I'm in school. I have these LLCs and these businesses that I'm running and I'm focused on, you know, building up those other sources of income to create generational wealth. Um, even though I don't have kids yet, I'm still preparing for the future. Um, I definitely approach it differently. And I don't think that men, I don't think I view men differently because all men are different. Even men that are narcissistic or abusive or toxic, which is what I'm used to dealing with in the past. I'm not, no, I'm no longer dealing with those type of people. I only want to be around people who are going to help me grow, who are going to support me, who are going to be positive energy. I only want the best for myself. And I've literally been so peaceful and I love that for me. And I'm not willing to change that for anybody. And once you have your peace in mind, you are not willing to sacrifice that. So I'm just going to keep on climbing the mountain. And I I think that's the best answer I can give for that question, um, which kind of goes hand in hand with the first part of the question. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And then another question that I got this week was, um, do you believe that or are you open to dating outside of your race? And do you think that white men value women differently than black men? That was a really good question. And yes, I am totally open to dating outside of my race. And actually, I would love to do that. I would love to enjoy different cultures. Um, specifically, she was asking me about white men um, because I she was kind of telling me like how black men think and how she keeps running into, you know, the same types of men. I think that black men are conditioned a certain way in America. And I noticed that a lot of black men, when they approach relationships or they want to be in a relationship with a woman, or they're interested in marrying a woman, a lot of times black men or African-American men have the mentality that they want to go 50, 50, meaning that they want to split everything halfway. They want to meet each other in the middle. And, you know, I feel like when it comes to white men, I think that they're groomed differently and raised differently. And it all starts at home. I usually find that I don't I don't have any personal experience to offer because I have not been in a relationship with a white man myself. But from other people's perspective, other relationships that I've seen, um, celebrity relationships or just people that I've known personally, they say that men, white men, their mentality is different. They have the lead, protect, and provide mentality, which is what a lot of Black women want. But unfortunately, they're not able to find it as dominantly as they are in other cultures and other races. Like African men, you know, have that lead, protect, provide mentality. Asian men have the lead, protect, provide mentality. And white men or Caucasian men have the lead, protect, and provide mentality. But Unfortunately, when it comes to black men, it's not as common. And this is definitely a subject that I plan to talk about more in depth on my next episode, as well as that celebrity gossip I'm going to let you know about. Um, but definitely, I'm open to dating different races. That's something I would really like to try, or if I'm presented the opportunity to, I would. Unfortunately, it still kind of goes, um, you know, hand in hand with how the generation is and how the dating market is right now. And a lot of the you know, Caucasian men that I have spoken to, um, 
they they all have like that backwards mentality at least the ones my age or a little bit younger than me or older than me um i feel like the men in their little mid to late 40s or mid to late 30s have that and they usually have at home wives and you know they they provide for the home and they allow their wife to work if they want to and they you know it's just a different type of lifestyle and we can definitely go deeper into detail about that um but another question that I got this week and I really want to touch on this because I've had to do this before someone asked me how do you tell a friend nicely or how do you tell someone that they have bad hygiene how do you tell someone that you know they don't smell good or that they look tacky or that their breath stinks or that they you know that you don't want to hang around that person because they don't have good hygiene Okay, so I think that hygiene, good hygiene starts at home and usually it starts in childhood. Mostly all the issues that adults have starts from childhood or they have encountered some sort of traumatic event in their life that alters who they are as an adult. Um, so I think that it starts at home. And if you're not taught about good hygiene, then you really wouldn't know. You know what I mean? And and it's crazy because a lot of people assume that because they have good hygiene or because it's basic knowledge that everyone should do it. But hey, common sense is not common like you think it would be. So for me, I would honestly have a, a conversation with someone. And I feel like a lot of times people get intimidated when they have to tell people the truth. If you are with someone or around someone or you are friends with someone or in a relationship with someone and you don't, you feel like you can't be open and honest with that person and they can't also do the same thing with you, then you need to reevaluate your friendships. I feel like you should have to be, you should be comfortable enough to have a conversation with someone and let them know the truth about how you feel. And just think about it like this. Once you do that, not only are you increasing the communication skills and benefits of that relationship, um, whether it be friendship or whatever, but it's like something you just address and then it's over with. Like it's not something I think that a lot of times people overcomplicate things or they overthink things when it comes to things that are simple. Like just tell the person, just be honest with them. And you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be cruel or harsh or put them on blast and honestly also be willing to offer help and support a lot of times people need help and support in ways that you can't even imagine just because you have knowledge on something or you live your life a certain way you have a certain lifestyle a certain routine doesn't mean that other people do and I always try to say you know stay positive and keep an open mindset because there may be something that they're good at that you're lacking that they can help you with and it may not be something as personal as hygiene but you have no idea in what ways you can actually come together with someone by helping them out. And a lot of times people don't know. You don't know what type of mental health issues they have or what type of stressors they have in their life where maybe they don't have enough time in the day to do it. Or, you know what I'm saying? They don't see that it's important or that it's valuable. And especially if that's something that was really drilled into you as a kid or something that you value, something that you really don't like, you don't, you know, say you, you like to be clean. You take a shower two times a day, you brush your teeth two times a day you have your routine like everybody is different so I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt 
I'm very, try to be as kind as possible. I'm very open and honest and I'm very genuine. I feel like when you're a genuine person, there are certain things that, you know, you might be second guessing it or overthinking it in your mind, but someone might be so grateful and thankful that you took time out of your day to stop them and let them know about something. And this doesn't just go for bad hygiene. This goes for a multitude, a variety of things. You know what I mean? If someone has a bad habit or if someone's doing something that they're not aware of, pull them to the side and say, hey, you know what? I wanted to let you know about this. And then you can do it in a way where it's not disrespectful. It doesn't have to hurt the person's feelings. And like I said, be willing to offer help and support like you can get you can get creative with it like if it's a female like say hey let's have a girl's night or you know what i'm saying do you want to start going to my you know my self-care days with me you want to start going to get your nails done with me like what you know what i mean like you can get creative with it and if it's a guy you know what i'm saying like hey i'm gonna pay for you to you know get a haircut maybe they can't afford it like you never know what the situation is so um i would just say be honest and open with the person let them know you know uh, uh, hygiene is big because you don't want to be around someone who's smelly you don't want to be around someone who looks like they don't brush their teeth they have bad breath all the time offer them a pack of gum or say hey here's a little you know listerine i just want to let you know like you know your breath doesn't smell too good and we're going to be around a lot of people or you know what i'm saying if we're sitting close or we're talking in a close vicinity i would prefer if you know we didn't get like there's so many different ways like i can go on and on about this but i think you guys catch the drift of what i'm saying but that's a really really good question. And I appreciate questions like that because it means a lot to me that you guys reach out to me to ask me what you think. Um, or I sometimes reach out to people and say, Hey, do you have any weekly questions? And, you know, sometimes people have busy lives and they forget to tap in, but I really appreciate these questions that you guys ask because it really gives me the opportunity to expand more on the podcast, on my thoughts, my opinions. You guys are also getting to know me and building a relationship with me as your podcast host. And, you know, this relationship I said, you know, is about mental health and relationships and all these things kind of go hand in hand. And you don't know what type of valuable information I can give or that you guys give me. You guys help me a lot too when you ask me these questions because it helps me to put things into perspective and to keep in mind how I'm communicating with people and how to, you know, actually how to react in certain situations. So I really appreciate that. I do have more questions, but I want to save those for next week's episode because we are going to be talking about Nick Cannon. Somebody asked me to do a whole episode on Nick Cannon, what I think about him having all these babies with different women and breaking up all these homes and just his lifestyle overall, because he tends to be trending in the media quite often. So that is going to be on episode eight, which is going to be dropping next Monday on May 29th at 7 p.m. So we're going to talk about Nick Cannon. I'm going to be answering more questions from my listeners from this week and last week. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about poly relationships, not too much, but I do want to answer some more of the questions regarding poly. I didn't want to focus 100% on that because I did do an entire episode on it last week. And I wanted to talk more on some of these really good questions that you guys asked me, but I will be answering some of your other poly questions. And I'm going to be talking about Mr. Nick Cannon next week. So thank you guys so much for tapping in with me today. I appreciate it so much 
much. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for listening to my podcast every week. Those of you that have been responding to my polls, those of you that have been posting my reels from my Instagram page onto your page, those of you that have been sharing my links on Facebook, Instagram, it means so much to me and I cannot thank you enough. You guys know who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at the Brisha one if you have not already. And I will see you next week on my next one for episode eight on Monday, May 29th at 7 p.m. Holla.